Melinda Ferguson is with us. Melinda, who was your first celebrity crush? You know, I'm so dying to to butt in here. Go on. Um, Dirk Benedict. Dirk Benedict from that? Chopper One was a big one for me. But you know who's my first person I ever watched internationally was David Essex. Oh, oh my words. I went to see him at Sun City. I probably was about 10 years old. I, I promise you, I was so in love with David Essex. Essex. I had posters all over my walls of them. I'm crying. I've just Googled Dirk Benedict also. What is it about that kind of foppish hair that people seem to absolutely <laughs> love? David Essex also had some good hair. Listen, once you're off the air, Google David Essex. Because I think you'd still fancy him because he looks good. He's about 100. But no, he's not. He's 70 something. But he really still yeah, looks he good. Does. He's got I that feel watching fox. him. He yeah. still looks good. He I've does. watching him. He yeah. really does look good. Those <laughs> piercing blue eyes are really extraordinary. Silver Dream Machine. <laughs> Remember that song? It's the I have a dream of Silver Dream Machine. <laughs> At least it's got to do with car talk. It was about a motorbike. I know. I have to just say that somebody else has messaged in Rock Hudson. Now, if that's a woman that's messaged in Rock Hudson, you're very much barking up the wrong tree. That was was never going to happen for you, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Uh, But yeah, Rock Hudson was was very good looking. Right. To the car. To the important stuff. Uh, You're doing for us this week the uh, Mercedes-Benz GLC Coupe. And I asked you in the week, um, is it a facelift or is it new? Which is it? What is it? Well, it's, you know, we did the GLC last year. They they introduced it. Um, it, They're the kind of SUV version of the C-Class. This is a coupe. Mm. It's a a different car because it's got a different styling. Um, It's not an upgrade. It's not a facelift. It's a new model in the GLC lineup. And because it's got the slanty, sporty roof, um, and it's obviously got... A certain engine lineup. There are two diesels. I'm giving you all of the information in one sentence. Yeah, but 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 so yeah, there are two new models of 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 the GLC which come in coupe uh, iteration. Now you know me. I absolutely love an SUV. So when we did the SUV last year, I remember just being absolutely beside myself. I think they're gorgeous. That said. Once I saw a picture of what we're talking about today, I saw one of these the other day in the car park at (laughs) Constantia Village and I thought that is gorgeous and I wondered what it was and now I know that it's the coupe. Oh, listen, yes, I'm an SUV gal, but this, oh, it's lovely. It's big No, you would love it. It's really big. It's big. I mean, for me, I think the GLS is too big. I love the GLC. You know, I'm a big fan of the C-Class. I I gave it a, it was my best, uh, what was it, a family sedan or sedan last Mm. year when we were speaking about it. I love the diesel. And what I think is really quite exciting is that Mercedes-Benz has offered is offering only two diesel versions mm. in the GLC. At the moment, there's no petrol. Wow. Um, I thought that was quite amazing because they're very much into electric vehicles at the moment and uh, all sorts of kind of new energy. And bringing two diesels to South Africa, I think they know the market is there for the diesel GLC coupe. 
So I was doing a little bit of research about this. I'm always interested to see, and we often, I always ask you, you know, who is the, who is the target market? Um, and Mark Rain, who's the co-CEO of uh, Mercedes-Benz South Africa, says uh, the Mercedes-Benz GLC Coupe undoubtedly resonates with the affluent South African clientele. It speaks to that desire for adventure, both in the urban environment and the greater outdoors. And they've posted um, that the picture that they've got um, is that's not South mm. Africa for sure, because I can see a snow capped mountain. But it's it <laughs> looks like this this GLC is is off roading. Um, so, I mean, in terms of its capabilities, I mean, often we think about the coupes as, you know, the I know and it's very stereotypical, but like dad's business car. Don't we? You know that kind of coupe, uh. that 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 sedan, um, or dad or mum, should I say? But I mean, this is doing a bit of off roading here. Yeah, and they did. I mean, obviously, we only took it around Cape Town. We, we were only there really for a morning with Mercedes a few days ago. Um, but there is definitely an ability for this car. I don't think to take it over rocks like a. A, a land no. cruiser, but you'll definitely be able to do gravel with it. There's also something um, called air suspension, which you can get as an option, and um, it will cost you, and that will lift the the ground clearance of the car quite substantially. And I I'm very looking forward to taking it to my cabin and seeing how it goes on some rocky road. Um. I should have asked you this earlier, but we're comparing this against what? What are we also? What would we also see in 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 its class? Just so people can get an idea. I think you'd see like the Audi Q5. Um, the five. You would see the BMW. Really? Yeah. It's like a, you know, it's their oh, yeah, mid course. Yeah, that mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anything with that like kind of premium mid-sized SUV, I'd say a BMW 5 Series, I mean, not a 5 Series, a 5 Series is, sorry, you know, BMW's got all their different t- terms. A 5 Series is a sedan. It would probably be there. It's not the big like Q8. It's not yeah, the big yeah, no, X7. Mm-hmm. It would probably be an X5, yeah. I mean, maybe an X3. But then you would look at the Mercedes GLA um, for the sort of equivalent size to probably the BMW X3. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're looking at that and you'd probably also be looking at like a Volvo XC60 kind okay. of size. Okay, got you. If you're just joining us this morning, uh, Melinda Ferguson with us for Car Talk, reviewing uh, the Mercedes-Benz GLC Coupe. So you'll remember uh, that we did the GLC, S- the SUV version of this last year. This is now the Coupe version. If, like me, you're a massive fan of, of SUVs and think, no, 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 I only, I only want to hear about the, the SUV. I promise you, this Coupe is absolutely gorgeous. Just talk us through the look, Mel, and then we're going to go inside and talk about gadgets and gizmos. Okay, so I mean, just to absolutely get this right, a cu- the coupe is a SUV coupe. It's not right. any kind of sedan coupe. So it is okay. still an SUV. It's just basically, it's a lot of the coupes these days. BMW also does it, where you've got a slanting roof. Yeah, you do possibly sort of compromise a bit of your back vision yeah um but then of course you've got cameras and all sorts of things it's not like you're going to reverse and have to look backwards you'll be you'll be using your reverse camera um it's got a beautiful sporty look i prefer the look 
to the straight GLC. I, 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 I really love this GLC coupe because I'm one of those people who loves a sporty looking SUV. Um, it's got, um, it, 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 it just in terms of its size, it's slightly bigger, 31 millimeters longer and five millimeters oh, higher. Okay. And it's managed to get 45 liters more luggage space, which you'd love. Right. I know. To um, get the the load bay to 545 liters. Possibly what they've done is compromise back seat room yeah. slightly. But all of my six foot something motoring dude friends, they all got into the GLC coupe and they all fitted in quite comfortably. So I don't, I think they've just been really clever. It's got this very lovely sleek look. There's also a rear light design that's been sort of upgraded. Um, it's got uh, it's got some really cool vehicle mirrors. It's got very aggressive lines now, and it's got a fantastically unique grill. Mm. And um, it rolls on 18-inch rims sure. uh, with 19 and 20-inch items, uh, rather uh, tires, wheels offered as as part of an AMG line option. You know, say I'd forgotten that it was an SUV. Sorry, folks. I feel like I've just massively confused things now. But yeah, but, yeah, but just because yeah. when, when we traditionally think about an SUV, in your mind's eye, we're all picturing the same thing, right? We, we know what we're, we're talking about. It is, mm. It's that slanted roof that makes you think, actually, hold on. But it sort of just, it looks like a... A sedan on steroids. It just looks like it's it's been raised a few. Um, it doesn't look like your traditional, what you would consider to be, you know, like an SUV. A right? more boxy. A more boxy. A, 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 you know, I think a Range Rover, the Range Rover Evoque really, uh, there must have been other SUVs earlier and I'm sure there are. But for me, that was the one around 2012 that really changed this kind of idea around SUVs because that Evoque has got a very beautifully slanted yeah. um, back, backside, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. Backside. Backside. What's going on inside? I've just had a look at the interior. You know I, I love a Mercedes yeah. interior, and this one is not letting me down. I mean, that infotainment screen is impressive. It's huge. Um, it's got, I mean, it's very classy. You've got all that premium leather, the soft-touch surfaces, um, it's very well put together. I must say, as I was driving the GLC um, on the Atlantic seaboard, I said to my friend who Janine from Wheels 24, who I was driving with, I said, you know, after all these Chinese cars I've been raving about, but when you get into a Merc, yeah. you really realize what you're actually Quality. dealing with when mm. you're talking about proper premium, proper um, proper class, proper luxury, proper finishes. There's just that difference. And I am in the Amoda GT. I'm in that Amoda. You yeah. know, I don't know why they keep giving me the Amoda. And I must say, okay, look, the price is, 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 is sizably different. Yes. But you do get that German quality feel always in a Mercedes. And um, this one does not let one down. 
Yeah, the um, oh, oh, that emoji. I keep, I know I would jump yeah. a little bit, but I keep seeing it all around the place. And I mean, listen, again, as you say, we're price wise, we are talking wildly. It's about a third of the price. Yeah, we're talking yeah, wildly yeah. different. So, you know, uh, so that's yeah. not that's not to take anything away at all from from the emoji. Um, okay, um, so not available yet in petrol yet or at all? No. No, it will be probably, it will. Yeah. With it, but it will only be available in the AMG line. I want to talk to you about the engine, but I, just before we get there, I do need to tell you that where we met um, on Thursday, uh, Mercedes-Benz invited us to meet at their new V&A uh, Mercedes lounge. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, which is a very – I found it very exciting – um, it's right in the middle of the V&A. What they've done now is made an almost mobile sort of concierge service center. So for all the customers on the Atlantic seaboard and in the kind of CBD, mm. instead of having you, you take your car to the V&A for a service, what happens now is you drop it at the lounge, you have some lovely coffee, you sit and you, you get treated like the, the the rich person that you are. Treated and like then royalty. someone will take you. Yeah, someone will take you back to work or home. Oh, They'll take on. your car off to get it serviced. And it's kind of a concierge service. Mark mm. Rain was there and he was very uh, compelling in telling us why this was such a an unusual and brilliant idea that Mercedes has come up with. And so it's all about convenience, luxury and being treated like a special person. I like it. I'd like <laughs> I love that. I do. Oh, I love that. I do. Did I tell you that I bashed my car this week? No. No, I didn't. Yeah. Bashed my car this week. Just absolutely. No, I I can't even. It's just infuriating. Is it bad? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's it's going it at the panel beater. It's going to be at the panel beater on on Monday, yeah. Um, and just I wish, and I have to say, this is to take nothing away from the amazing panel beaters in Ottery who who are going to sort me out. That said, if I could have like some, if I could have, you know, that level of kind oh. of a concierge service, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, uh, yeah. We haven't even said what the engines Mel. are. There's a two twenty D, yeah, a diesel, yeah, a three hundred diesel. The 220 diesel has 145 kilowatts, 440 newton meters. The 300 diesel has a 198 kilowatts, 550 newton meters. Okay, I've got it out. We need to talk price. Yeah. Uh, mm, now, I'm going to hazard a little guess. Uh, oh, gosh. point. 1.3. Wow, not bad. The GLC 220 diesel is 1.398. Oh. 422, which means that it's like 1.4. 1. 4. Okay. Okay, that's not yeah. too bad. That's not too far out. Presumably that's that's um entry like not yeah, entry. You can add bells and whistles that will make it more expensive than that, right? Yeah, if you put in the air suspension, it'll be sizably more expensive, but it's got a lot of stuff that's standard. And then your 300 diesel is 1.4 million, 54,000 rand. I do need to tell you that if you went for the straight GLC without the coupe styling, the 220D would be 1.2 million, 65,000 rand. So that is quite a big size difference. So if you don't want to bother about you know, being a little bit more sporty, 
yeah. I don't need to bother. We have to let you go, Mel. It's Just time for the news. Thank you very much indeed. Melinda Ferguson with us for Car Talk.